0: people on the left. and when I get nervous I walk and usually I speak too quickly so if you understanding just keep it to yourself and pretend you did I' be very very careful who you talk to you about that because the person who wrote that is dangerous well you're actually lucky you didn't hear the warm-up for this one <laughs> you know <laughs> At least your attorney probably thinks so. <laughs> so today is whatever day the day is, and uh, t- tomorrow is the day that we will receive um, the final printed copies of the Ray's Anthology. And, you know, I guess we'll start selling them then.
1: Yeah. was yeah, the-, <laughs> <laughs> the point, kind of the point. Yeah. is, yeah, They're not hmm. sold out yet. We just built the product and put it into the store, but we haven't
0: loaded them into the store. And That's we wanted to make sh- make sure, you know, the burned hand teaches best. So we just wanted <laughs> to be absolutely sure that you know what we're sending out is something that we can feel good about exchanging money for. Yeah, and this thing is fucking beautiful. Yeah, so far, <laughs> so far, so good. But you and, know, and what's the shipping weight? What do we figure? One point six? Pounds? Yeah, I think it's two pounds is, is it,
1: the. Uh, yeah. it rounds
0: up to two pounds but it's After actually like it. 1.6 pounds yeah it's
1: a heavy fucking book yeah
0: and he- in many ways mm. <laughs> in a variety of ways but also the weight you'll be paying a premium for shipping internationally folks yeah and um, you'll also have to pay the custom
1: charges and I got I got a question I get this often well actually it's not that often only a few people are like man the customs charges can you like send that as a gift and I was like i can't because it's not <laughs> like I, and I, it's not that i like i don't want you to have to pay the stupid thing because i know that's all a farce but i also don't want to be asked to lie it's like yeah it's not okay <laughs> and i would just so i'm sorry that your country sucks so does
0: ours sometimes it yeah <laughs> Again, we're going to suck more <laughs> and yeah it's going to get worse it's, no, it's um, going to get worse i don't know especially if you were maybe actually trying to come here at some point i think there's some <laughs> new restrictions on that <laughs> <And laughs> in the here. last couple of days <laughs> i somebody said, I, said this the other day and i can't help but agree because this is
1: like i'm not an open border policy person okay. for sure but i kind of am okay only if you if you follow your logic right um do you think that everybody should have as many kids as possible? No, because I'm worried about population growth or whatever. So the same people that are worried about people coming here and living here usually excuse it as population growth or something. But then they have tons of kids. And I'm like, I'm against both. <laughs> but also, I'm kind of not against the the other because it's all arbitrary anyway right and after somebody explained it like it's really hard to move it's hard to move states if somebody wants to go through the effort that it and start over and land in another country as long as you abide by the rules of the land and pay the taxes of the area why not like i think i would want to go to some other country and just be able to land and like obey all the laws and learn the language and do like integrate into that oh integrate yeah which so there and there's part of the
0: rub i think
1: it could be but i also think our system that's in place
0: doesn't allow doesn't doesn't actually doesn't encourage it yeah yeah Yeah. right yeah it encourages the sort of establishments of you know culture within culture
1: well because yeah if i if like spain is a is a warm place to visit like i don't almost every part of spain i've been to has been like say it in Spanish and like try. Like they they encourage you to try. And when you mess it up, they laugh and they tell you how to correct it. And then they they, uh, speak to you in English to finish so you understand. Mm -hmm. And then you feel like, man, I'd really like to learn the language better. I'd really like to appreciate what these people are trying to help me do yeah. not come here and build my own, like insulate against everything by building my own community and having my own practices here. Like, no, I want to be part of their and when culture. You come to the
0: United States. you mean, you feel like people say, speak English or die.
1: <laughs> uh, well, not, not, I wouldn't say the United States, like some places in France might, be like that. Some places, like in Bulgaria, they would not tell you any words. Like, hey, what does that sign say? No, no, it's it's no good. Like, not for you, we speak English. And you're like, yeah, but I wanna learn. And they're like, they don't care. They don't want you to speak the language. There's some countries that are opposed to it. And when you look at those, like they don't integrate well, because they're not welcoming, so. But then, once you do,
0: like. Accept it, yeah. Jump through all the hoops. Mm -hmm. Let's say. Because of the you know, because of the hoops yeah. that were put in front, then the end goal is actually kind of a lot better. It could oh well or, I
1: think it's a huge hoop to just move somewhere. Yeah. Like that's saying a lot. There's not much more that you can do than going to a place and starting a new life. So all the yeah, do I know that like, you know, the anthem of the nation that I'm in. No, do I know any of that? No, but I fucking moved across the country with my family or whatever, and I'm going to set up business and pay those taxes. Like, yeah, I, I have a hard time thinking that there isn't a better way than like this, like this viewpoint that we were arbitrarily born on this side of an arbitrary line that we drew in the sand a couple hundred years ago. Therefore, They're you're not born even and that's, we, it's right. like Someone else did. Someone and I else just did. To be here, and I appealed to that authority, and now yeah. you can't cross this arbitrary line in the sand. Because they told us that you can't like, there's no real good reasoning. For Sorry. This game's shit. locked. I, and maybe I, I thought you, I got mine. There's some dangers I mean, there's obviously. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm not yeah. saying that's the thing, but I don't know. It, it, anyway, that's, that's my rant for today is that, okay, I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion, but I know it's probably different than the one that's going around. <laughs>
0: and I know that, you know, oftentimes when I buy things, um, Like I've spent a fair amount of money and or sent a fair amount of money Mm. to Japan and to Hong Kong in Mm. exchange for photography related equipment. (laughs) And I have paid some, you know, sure on something, you know, Oh yeah, this lens is from 1961. Yeah. They're not going to, no matter what you paid for it, they're not charging anything on that. Right. But if you're, Trying to get a gray market thing, like something that's very current, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, then you then you end up paying and and it, and it's true. Um, generally, the the duties when people um, complain about them mm-hmm. to us vis-a-vis our products that mm-hmm. we ship internationally, they are generally on an island. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking the mother tongue, and. Um, <laughs> And w- when you and I mm-hmm. were there working, uh, if you yeah. bought something from the states, oh
1: yeah, we had to pay.
0: Oh yeah. Anyway, and I'm not saying it's yeah. a, it's 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 the right thing, and obviously governments misuse most um, revenue that they take in, uh, yeah, um, to pay themselves. But um, some some you know obviously there is there is good there is social good done by mm-hmm. some of these. Uh, revenues, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Um, so anyway, the Ray's anthology will, still, will be available. So <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's a long way to sneak our
1: immigration ideas and <laughs> policies in between selling our shit. But as,
0: but as far as that whole Brexit thing goes, I got nothing. for it. <laughs> like, wow, I was there during that. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah, good luck. Somebody, somebody happily advised me to convert my pounds yeah, to dollars I, about three weeks uh, before the vote happened. And I did
1: not have such wisdom, and ouch. overnight I lost ten grand.
0: Yeah, yeah. I bet. I mean, I bet. That obviously, there were people lost more in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> residents, yeah. there, there, thereof. Yeah. Uh, are there? Yeah, there, like, yeah. But that was part of the risk. Anyway. Yeah. Ah, get people the right to vote. You never know what you're gonna get.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or all the same, or whatever. Yeah. All right, back to anyway. Back so, to anthology because he had an idea. Well, I had an idea just to to sort of, um, and I mucked it up with my immigration policy talk.
0: Yeah, or some, whatever though. So what is this thing? Yeah, actually, the 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 anthology actually opens with an article titled mm-hmm. "The Why." Yeah. Which is different than the why, which is in the journal on the nonprofit.media website. Mm. Um, and so I had to sit down one night and like ask myself why I actually wanted to, you know, I was pretty happy to make the first issues of Rays mm-hmm. and this and that and sell them and sell them out and mm-hmm. then they'd be done and gone. I was kind of, I was okay with that. Mm. Um, other than the fact that, We're producing things, we are creating things, we are making things, and um not that everyone should see it, hmm. but we certainly put a filter up <laughs> to almost prevent people from having access and just you know basically saying, ha ha, you can't have this so so to suddenly turn around and decide okay we'll put we'll put two years of creative output into a single book, and that's what this yeah. you know what it turns out to be is, I guess it's, it's 196 pages. Mm. Uh, that's cover included. So the guts are 192. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> uh, you know Good pages. Hey, the cover and the inside back, you know, it's It's, it's valuable. It protects the inside. Gives you an idea yeah. of what to expect inside, as in black on black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I wrote a little thing called The Why, and I, and I will read... You know, all or part of it right now, mm-hmm. depending on how, um, how I perceive it to go. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> Feel free to interject uh, should you need to do so. I always wanted to make a zine. I wanted to produce a periodical wherein content was more important than advertising with myself and my inner circle as the arbiters of what is art, what is good or bad, and to publish it regardless of how readers might respond. I could lure, if I could lure people into deep emotional or intellectual water, I would consider that a success. A little over a year ago, Michael and I transformed that desire into reality. We made the first, issue, uh, the first zine in December 2017. From the moment of deciding to do it to having printed copies in hand took less than 30 days. Initially, we made the zine as a means to subsidize the Dissect podcast because we don't accept advertising. We also wanted to control the tone of our publications. Despite placing barriers to purchase in front of prospective buyers, by using a secret URL one could only learn by listening to the podcast and hiding a link to the store in the content on that webpage, we sold out the first run of 250 copies in less than 72 hours. We learned enormously during the process. The feedback was good, and I realized that we could uh, broadcast our ideas using analog means to compel greater attention by printing the product rather than distributing it electronically. Print carries weight, or as my friend D. Ray. Bly said, physical art matters. While we were assembling uh, elements for the third issue, I got an itch I needed to, that I needed to scratch and set out to explore different terrain. I had been thinking for a long time about collaborating with different visual artists by asking them to illustrate words that I had sent to them. I test ran the idea with Sean Kingrey and received some very moving art in response. Randy Ratcliffe quit making art, but I had enough of his prints and proofs and his blessing to uh, fold them into the Collaborate out of series issue. Ben Staley sent art he had made uh, to use for Rays, but it was more appropriate for the one-off collaboration. Collaboration, so I used it there making this issue open my eyes to the potential for future variants and collaborations that would make me a better artist Raise 4 demonstrated how far we had progressed, how much we had learned, and also made me realize uh, how few people we had reached due to the Easter eggs we compelled potential mm-hmm. customers to hunt in order to buy the product. It was amazing, to be sure, but ultimately, the greater the greater benefit, uh, socially and financially, would come from broader distribution, so we decided to sell without selling out. And for that, I wanted to offer something meaty and dense, something beyond reissuing individual zines without the barriers to access. I used to enjoy hiding the words and knowledge behind a paywall, the original version of Jim Jones, because who bought or earned access thought it more valuable due to scarcity. I tried desperately to protect it from uh, from being copied and redistributed because I despised the whole, quote, what's yours is also mine if you post it, unquote, attitude the internet (laughs) appears to encourage. Once we began... (laughs) (laughs) Making physical art, I realized that in this era, print is a way to protect creative output, and print makes a strong statement about value and about what we and others consider valuable. When we printed Refuge, we established a strong relationship with Paragon, Paragon Press, so I asked if they could produce the anthology entirely in house as a softcover, litho printed piece. They said yes, so we sent them RAISE 4 to test print digitally instead of uh, to the printer that we had been using from the outset, and the improved quality is tangible, so we started working the anthology specs. I replaced one piece from RAISE number one after the Passage of Time exposed character flaws in the author that were inconsistent with our ideals. Other than that, the anthology is a collection of art that expresses our reality during the last 18 months. No future is written in detail, generally perhaps, but the specifics are up to us. We don't know exactly what nonprofit will become, and some days we have an idea of what could happen, and we pull the threads and chase those leads that interest us, but on other days we don't. Michael is growing as a photographer and a writer, but more importantly as a searcher and thinker. I could not be blessed with a better creative partner. I'm also focusing on what I want to develop, which sometimes leads away from the physical and towards the art and creative capacities I suppressed or when I use my body as the foremost tool for my own growth. We have much more to learn, and we have a lot more to create, all of it aimed towards our own evolution and towards helping others along their own potentially similar paths. And that's why, to me, this anthology is nothing, and it is also everything. So, first four issues of RAISE, the Collaborate um, zine, plus, uh, yeah, there's also new art. The, the transitions between each individual zine, um, there's a short article and discussion about, uh, you know, the, the editorial process mm-hmm. and all the things that we learned along the way. Um, you know, things that seem trivial, but you know, like the M dash, and yeah. <laughs> like certain grammar issues. For something de- that's trivial, things. I
1: sure lost a lot
0: of sleep over, <laughs> over, a, over a fucking M dash, <laughs> yeah. and then learning to, you know, design by way of a grid system and that kind of thing. So there, there's a lot of the lessons that we learned just through the design and printing um, process that are included um, that, that would not have been the, in those initi- the, the individual zines, certainly. Mm. Um, and then we were trying to come up with a prize because <laughs> <'cause laughs> if, so each issue of the zine was $35 mm-hmm. um, and that, you know, ostensibly helps support the podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, so five times 34 is 175 bucks. Mm-hmm. Is what this should cost, but it doesn't. And we're not going to put any Easter eggs in front of this. This is just going to be there available Yeah. because it needs to go out.
1: It's tough to value because we spent two years on it, but we also spent two years on it not knowing what it would become, which is how it became what it became. It's because yeah. we didn't plan to make it like that. If we would have planned to make it like this, it would have been A, terrible, and B, it wouldn't have
0: been this. So it's- And it'd it have advertising in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it totally have advertising in it. You could be buying like pre and post workout uh,
1: Man. lubes some kind of muscle tearing, <laughs> shredded vascularity, muscle pump work, like pre-workout, uh, or post, I don't know. Uh, inflationary <laughs> device. I don't know how <laughs> to like pump, pump your yourself. <laughs> yeah, you pump your um, muscles up. Well, I uh, I kinda had it like when it showed up um, yesterday, or the day before, no, it was Friday. When Friday, heard, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got copies on Friday. Like uh, the final hard copy of the finished product. It was kinda, I didn't know how I felt about
0: it. Okay. I had to take a copy home and sit with it for the weekend.
1: Um, and I didn't do that. I I, I rolled through it um, a little bit, and I was like, this is actually my first published book. It was like the first thing that I've actually published, so I was a little bit like, do I act like it's a big deal, or is it not a big deal? It's not really a big deal. But it feels like a big deal to me. But, but if I act like it's a big deal, then people will think, you're a dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> man you just you what you just published i have a book well it's an e-book <laughs> well it's free uh, yeah well, I, it, by the way
1: it, <laughs> i just heard an interview on somebody who does like he was talking about publishing but he's like an e-book publisher okay and it, when he's talking about it, he's just like anything over 9.99 is unacceptable and i was like what are you writing that's not worth more than 10 bucks for like 500 pages of content like how long does it take you to write a page of good content anyway he he was talking about why he was talking about it's like well there's no value there because you can't trade it it's not a physical copy like you can't i can't just dog ear this thing and highlight it and then give it to my friend like i did the other day with this book on math that i gave to sam and he was like he was saying like oh i could go get my own copy and i was like are you sure and he looked at he's like no because i want to read your highlights and your little scribbles yeah. and your stuff, and I'm like, yeah, because that adds value to it. You cannot do that with a digital copy, no. And therefore, I was like,
0: fuck you, defend analog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it, like I have some old bo- some books that have been with me for a long time, and mm-hmm. I have this old copy of Alice Shrugged, and it was um given to me by a woman named Darcy. She used to be friend- married to a friend of mine named John. Mm-hmm. Um, this is you know this is the late eighties. I think I was given that book uh, prior to leaving to go to Pakistan in 1988. Oh. Um, could have been around that time. It might have been the following year before. Who is John know. Galt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's this dog-eared copy. The mm. this, the, the, co- the the cover is held on by duct tape now. Yeah, I mean, that thing went everywhere with me. And yes. I go back and under like read through, and each time I would read it, I would underline with a different colored pen. So you know, so I'd know what. Okay, um, smart. Yeah, so this is ten years later, and it's underlined in red, and some of the previous underlinings are crossed out. Yeah, because I I was like not seeing what I was seeing. Later Interesting I don't have a ton Like I don't have a lot of books Like that anymore I mean I still mm. I own books Musashi. I have a, an entire, entire Bookshelf full of books yeah, yeah. But The ones that are on my iPad Yeah Search the Yeah Search the highlights Go for it Try Yeah You know with, Like in Kindle you can But it's not like Yeah you can Here i mean, you know. the and, and then what's Been underlined By other people Or mm. highlighted by other people Is sort of Got the the, that indication under it, if yeah. you're reading a particular paragraph. And a lot of times I read that, I'm like, wow, oh, people are sure I'm missing the fucking point. Yeah. Because you know, I'm so smart or whatever. But I th- this uh, is my hope because I think
1: that same exact point <coughs> that you're on is that um, th- there's some people that collected Ray's magazines and never opened them. In fact, I offered a scholarship to somebody who did that. <laughs> nice. Who, who bought all them but has yet to read them. <laughs> Wow. Which I think is pretty cool, but also I was like, no, I, I want this, I want this to be torn up. Like this is so, and this is sad because this is the highest quality printing that you could quite possibly do with what we've done. Mm-hmm. And I want people to like rip through that thing and highlight it and, <clears throat> you know, treat it like something that they can use, not just yeah, a, a piece that sits on the mantle or whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, and the, the, those initial issues, and now that we've seen, I mean, a, I mean, actually, think of it, Michael. Hmm. We had no idea what to call our company. <laughs> like, what? Do, what do you guys do? <laughs> well, we don't know. <laughs> we make some stuff, and we it, talk, and you know, we have these conversations. Um, and I'm <laughs> like, we've published two fucking books this year. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Like. <laughs> I, I, still, I'm just I'm good with calling it a media company, just because that's kind of a nice joke. But yeah, but yeah. I think think about. I was sitting there the other day and like when I went to pick up the anthology from from Paragon and and he said you 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 made two books this year. You, and he goes, "No one fucking does that." And I yeah, thought, "Well, actually that's true. It would be kind of co- I hope we can financially afford to be able to continue doing it. Go back to what we call a a,
1: a media company. Yeah. And maybe you won't get this joke right off the bat. Okay. But you might can we get business cards that say murders and executions? Do you remember what that's from?
0: <laughs> I know I know I should. And it's, it's, it's from American t- it's Psycho. Okay, yeah.
1: When he goes, Well, what line of work are you? And he goes, Murders and executions. It's like, do you like that? Do I like what? Do you like mergers and acquisitions? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're into murders and executions. Exactly. <laughs> That'll be the new business card. Anyway, sorry. No, we need to, we need to figure out like an, what the acronym for media is, or yeah. or what what media M period E period mm. D period uh, as an acronym stands for mm. in our minds. Okay, murders and executions is the first two <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Drugs, insecurity, and and autonomy. Autonomy. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Awesome, nailed it in the very first go.
1: We are into the media. (laughs) Yeah, super into murders (laughs) and executions. I seeing how the media is portrayed these days. That's not far off.
0: Pretty much, you you like click on the CNN page. Yeah. you know even the bbc which yeah like, that's where i get my real news or whatever oh, yeah. it's like holy fuck the stuff that's it's really bizarre you it's, have the shit that makes you afraid that mm-hmm. you will hopefully get you to you know try and buy the security that you're <laughs> they're making you feel is scarce yeah and that might just be food even i i said this but, but Today when and I then was, you have the entertainment stuff yeah. to tickle you to make you feel like, okay, yeah, this the actual world's married. actually not going to end. Yeah. You should be buying.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, or oh, that is that is the the con. The long con is pretending that the future is better than now. That's oh, the yeah. investment. And that's what credit is. Credit is that the future will be better and you'll be able to pay me back. Yeah. So that's the risk. The risk is on a future bet. But there's something... <laughs> Really nice about thinking that the future is actually going to be worse, <clears throat> in some cases. Yep. Right. It because if the future is worse, it it repays the savers. It repays the the people who prepare for worse times. Abandon hope, all ye. <laughs> yeah. <they're> yeah. Here. <laughs> I, and I said it. I mean, I was kind of joking, but I was um, explaining to this uh, a new friend of mine um, in in my CrossFit class okay. that I go to. Um, she's an older lady, and she's really like her kids are awesome she has like these really successful kids in art and all sorts of things so i talked to her about art because she thinks that we would get along with her son and i agree like he's an artist and he's really frustrated with selling art mm-hmm. um, so we go off on that and she asked me some fitness questions here and there and <laughs>
0: uh, it being yeah yeah uh, you being, know crossfit class or sure, being but, you know conversation being held in a physical fitness training type environment yeah
1: but i think it's beyond that because uh, like i always go early and i always do some random things that last a long time and she's always wondering what i'm doing and why i do it like she's very inquisitive um and i don't know why but i just so i started teaching her about endurance and how crossfit doesn't actually teach endurance that you have to go out and do that and so she went and i apparently bought a book by phil Mavatone and started reading and she's like what how, what is zone two? Like, I'm trying to figure out, and it's like, it's conversational pace. Like, go as long as you can talking the whole time or singing or, you know, just be able to have a conversation while you go. You know, it's not too hard. Yeah. And she goes, oh, that's ingenious. I was like, no, it's it's pretty basic. <laughs> and she's like, how long do I go? I was like, <laughs> how uh, long can you talk? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> how long can you go? Yeah. And so she's been exploring 30 minute sessions, then 45, and then an hour. Um, So she's trying to understand fitness. And so when she asks questions, there's perfect examples, especially at this gym, of how not to fitness. And one of them is this, it's not the butt plug girl, although we have talked about her. Okay, it's in the past. It's the other one that actually has more followers. Okay. I don't don't wanna provide a name, but um, essentially I've watched her almost every day She gets on a treadmill and she walks for about 20 minutes Mm -hmm. doing her Instagram stuff, like posting, whatever. And then she gets off the treadmill and she may or may not be sweaty. Um, And then she goes into the ballet room area with all the mirrors and the good lighting. Uh And she spends about 90 minutes taking pictures of herself. She has 3 million followers she those must be some good pictures <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not
0: at all oh well they're then, not good
1: pictures, but her poses are on po- so i was i was saying i was like she is she is a posing athlete
0: she is a poser okay. is she um she's this this the source of credible fitness advice. She influences more
1: people than we ever will, which is the sad part, which is why we say fitness is fucked. And, and so actually this lady was like, I can't find the fitness is fucked episode, but I really feel like I need, like after you explained this girl and what these people do and how
0: they influence people. So, so the way, let me just, yeah, 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 let me just yeah. retell your story that you told me earlier today that the listeners will have missed about having collectively among the number of coaches mm-hmm. working at that gym mm-hmm. probably 150 years of coaching experience. Yeah. <laughs> and if you and anybody who knows who has coached mm-hmm. and continues to do so and has done it for a long time knows that it is not easy. Right. Knows it is difficult. Yeah. And that if you do it it's probably more because you love it than and, and you, you yourself want to know, you want to become better at that because you provide, you think that you can help others become mm-hmm. better at themselves. Um, and so 150 years of that amount of experiences, that's a lot. That, that, and, and those people will reach less people than even you and I reach. Yes. And this is where it the, gets good and the cuz girl good. upon whom mm. Mm. gravity has not had its way she hasn't had to fight it yet right i'm guessing i mean i've not seen this individual but i'm guessing she's younger because yeah. the secret to like how yeah. to look good is to be young
1: yeah probably uh, i'm guessing less than 27 okay and and okay she tans and takes care of her. she eats minimally so she stays fairly lean mm-hmm. yada 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 um but she has no ability from what I can tell. No ability whatsoever. Right. And where this is where I uh, come back to the original point about credit and debt and the yeah. future uh, of being either good or bad. A future that is bad, I see like her walking out of the gym after spending no time preparing herself physically and her bright neon matching outfit is just like a target for a pterodactyl to just swoop down and pick her up. So, <laughs> in yeah. my
0: future world, I go, like, it's like, it, the, it's it will like matter. The, the yellow and black spinner <laughs> that used to be all the rage before yeah. fly fishing was a thing. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. it's harder. Yeah. yeah but I want to catch fish. That fucking yellow yeah. and black, ah! that thing kicked
1: ass. Yeah. And so, <laughs> anyway. I was explaining okay. to this lady, she's mm- like, I, she was just, I don't even know how it got to this. It was like, what I really want to see is a world where it matters again. I'm not saying that I want people to suffer. But kind of, like I want their deci- I want them to suffer for their bad decisions more that way they make better decisions.
0: It's actually and they they actually become um something that other people try to mimic yeah. by also making better decisions. So it seems like my pessimism or maybe maybe there's a different
1: uh word for it, but of the human spirit seems like, oh man, he wants people to suffer. I'm like, I do, but it's actually the philanthropic side of me because I think they will be better if they had better lessons. And if there's better people around, well, then I like, there's better stuff going on. So the return of consequence, it's a return on investment. If somebody <laughs> is better, they return to give me better. It's a win win situation. Sure. Right. And in the meantime, if somebody is not better, they get eaten. I don't have to deal with them. So there's. <laughs> Pterodactyl. If, 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 ah, if yeah. they were just. I
0: don't know what it, <laughs> that would sound like. Not, you know, first. Probably like a. Like a, a Harrier taken off. Yeah. From, or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Like, the fuck is probably so loud. Can you, I mean, especially if you're.
1: You know. What do you think a pterodactyl actually sounded like? It's got to be fucking absurd. Oh, you'd
0: shit your intestines yeah. if you heard it. That would be like the, that's, okay, this is the last sound I'm ever going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it'll eat. But you. I'm going to have a really good view. For a minute before I die, while this thing carries me up and over the landscape, I will be able to see the entire countryside that I used to roam <laughs> as, as my own the, from an aerial point of view. I'll be like it, the first human it, being to actually fly or to be yeah. flown, I guess. I, I right think right great, before I great
1: eagles. So the the uh, <laughs> Atholipidicus, like one of the first, uh, I, I guess it would be a, a bipedal humanoid, mm-hmm. um, has scratches on the inside of her eye sockets she was eaten by a fucking bird that was very large and so this is the next one like yeah you'd see but the la- the bird tries to eat you from your
0: eyeballs in <laughs> okay so so you're not going to see for that long yeah. the, the moment of seeing you're yeah. just going to get
1: so there's this like there's this like I don't know and it's not pterodactyl but I think like a little bit of fear would be like hey that walking on the treadmill you probably would have practiced faster or longer if it was difficult to make it to your car like you would you would it would change how you approach the world and not to say like I have no real dangers but I try to apply some artificial ones so that I can practice that way when real danger comes up I feel like I can handle it so you're like a prepper <laughs> not quite <laughs> 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 I'm I'm why are all doomsday <laughs> preppers fat like <laughs> all of them
0: are fat well because they, they know they might have to go without food for a long time so, so if they carry it on them <laughs> they, already, can, go really they can go a really long time they can go a really long time that's know, one way because you can talk a really long time on your CB radio if you don't have to eat you know can you just in your bomb shelter (laughs) i they're fascinating there's a
1: lot of preppers in utah i know a couple of them i think a lot of people are preppers and i think that's a well the whole there's no reason for uh, no no there's a there's an obsession with this where it's like oh yeah zombie but whatever you want to set it let's say end of the world nuclear holocaust it's gonna be done in 72 hours folks yeah or, or I think they think it would be cool for like a day or two. It's like a camping trip. Yeah. But if camping trip becomes your life, suddenly camping is not fun. Oh, hell no. And so I, all the preppers, I think think that it's like doomsday things like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Until like. Until <laughs> you get sick of freeze dried beef stroganoff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. And then you have to actually, and we talked about this being out in, in the woods with some bush crafty people we were talking about getting food like yeah. okay what does what it what does food look like right here and they're like well maybe but, once a month he might be able to pin a deer and shoot it like uh, but they're like scattered they're like it's impossible to find wild game in most cases and, uh, like okay so you find one like so maybe I would just hunt because you know I've been practicing hunting yeah. and you're like yeah but you have to hunt all the fucking time yeah like a, you're a, hunting every day yeah and maybe not getting. Yeah, and most of the time you're unsuccessful. And when you are, you gorge and you get all that food and all that nutrients, but then you're miserable. Like the, this existence about like this doomsday end of civilization. I'm not talking about that. I want to be clear. Uh, what I am talking about is a slightly more dangerous civilization
0: where capability matters. So we make this scene. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> I think it, it kind of has to do with a lot of the
1: subject matter that's in there.
0: To yeah, be honest, well, it's true. I mean, I, and and part of the, the <laughs> thesis originally was that like if you have a if you have an activity, some some area of interest that requires you to be fit, mm-hmm. then you'll do it. Then you then you will train yourself to be so. And 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 for a long time we were i mean i'll I'll just say like 15 years ago we're was in a period where you're struggling to get people to Mm. like actually pay attention to it Mm -hmm. like to not just want the result without the work to not you know okay you know to understand that being present in the gym doesn't mean you're Mm. physically training and ultimately improving over time and it seemed like there was a lot that there had to be all of this sort of leading the horse to water kind of stuff mm-hmm. with philosophical treaties, with mm-hmm. ideas, with tricking people into, th- um, you know, assigning arbitrary importance mm. um, to things in order to get them to actually uh, put out um, or to, you know, become uncomfortable, or, you know, mm. get comfortable with discomfort. You know, whatever the <laughs> jerk off thing was. But, um, but it was, it was a, it felt like, and maybe it, my bubble, I don't even try, I try not to pay attention mm. to the industry, I guess, as a whole, except when I get tricked into going to FitCon and shit like that. Um, but it, it, it seemed like back then people had to be convinced of the utility of it. It sounds like what you're saying is that that is still an issue because it's a human nature thing. Well, so
1: I want to like, when we sat down to talk to, I kind of had a subject in mind that I've been thinking about for a couple of weeks. And that's like on the topic of frustration. Okay. Like, I think people get frustrated. Yeah. Right? And, and that's like the hardest thing to understand is your own frustration. And when we Color see. Call me frustrated at this time. <laughs> yeah. When we see other people frustrated, we just think. We we th- there's no good faith in that view. We just think that they're immature or whatever. They don't know how to deal with their emotions or whatever. But everybody gets frustrated. Yeah. And one of the things that frustrate, like, I don't get that frustrated. I'm a pretty happy person despite my pterodactyls and my <laughs> <laughs> swooping up, yeah, neon uh, like yellow. I I clad. F- I enjoy my existence quite a bit and. I, I mean I even Do you think pterodactyl
0: Could identify like Okay if I sink my talons Into that That, that one's too heavy I can't actually fly away With that one <laughs> yeah. So maybe I don't obesity know. Is pterodactyl defense Maybe it's like Maybe they've evolved I think it would just Snatch you, know? you down And
1: eat you where you stand Rip your guts out <laughs> I think
0: I, I, <laughs> And just be like, "Ooh, what's all this?"
1: Well, let's so say, "What's like, a, like, let me get to the good stuff." This God, it's is so kind of deep in there. So if uh, I think <laughs> so the, well protected, is it the great eagle is the biggest eagle that we have alive today? Golden? Is it golden? I, or maybe the? Uh, I think the great eagle is the. I, I think it's maybe that was down in New Zealand and maybe it's extinct. But that was the last one. That was the big uh, okay. of the big raptors or something. I am, and not. I want to say that it's like a 12 to 14 foot wingspan, but it still only weighs 25 pounds, but that is a heavy fucking bird. And that thing can pick up deer.
0: Okay. Right. So a pterodactyl is
1: six times that size. Like, okay. So it would blot out the sun. If it was coming at you, (laughs) 40 foot wingspan or something. Yeah. It looks like a fucking bomber diving
0: on you. I I wish uh, I could, I mean, I could, Turn this on right now. Um, I by look. looking up because yeah. the I, because I think the, the is it not the Argentine condor which has the largest wingspan Ooh. of any bird at this oh, you know yeah floating around at this time. Um, in nineteen December of eighty seven, John Bouchard and I went down to uh, South America to try and climb the were we trying the US Lab route on the south face of Aconcagua. Conditions were terrible. We did a co- but and, and this is like the the the, the you know, the first paragliders came to the U.S. in '86. It's the Andean condor. Okay. What? Yeah. Th- yeah. And it's a okay. wolf. It's That's so, a two
1: hundred pound wolf.
0: <laughs> so, holy shit! <laughs> okay. Somewhere around, uh, so between Mendoza and the and and the, and the the pass, which I don't remember the name of, where you, you you drive up to this pass and then you get the mules and you. Wander into mm-hmm. Aconcagua And um Somewhere around there We took A couple of flights With our paragliders We had nine cell paragliders For um Which had a bigger Surface area And If you think of it Like Um And we thought Okay we'll need these Because The higher altitude mm-hmm. need a Bigger surface area Anyway One of these flights Um And I must t- I got I took off after John Um because he was a more highly skilled pilot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he could use less wind to oh, actually right. inflate the, the, the kite and get it up and, and fly. Um, he was flying along, and one of those was flying next to him. And he said it was the most terrifying thing. But there's, but you can't just, like, fucking stall your paraglider no. and fall out of the sky to get away from it. Just be, have to be like, hey, Mr. Condor, be cool. <laughs> so this, this shows that a pterodactyl... If
1: it were to be on all four limbs, would stand taller than a giraffe.
0: Okay, we're all dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially this like neon-clad like cu- girl like, at the I like a like curious, curious, curious like, guy. Like, hey, yeah. wow, look at how big that is.
1: Anyway, uh, so in in the in the frustration, in my frustration, <laughs> how do we get sidetracked? I I don't know. Well, <laughs> okay. well it kind of it leads back. I get frustrated because people are looking for answers and they're knowingly going to the wrong place for answers. Do you think knowingly going to the wrong place? I think so. Like, you can see it if you just look. People aren't looking. Like, that girl looks a certain way, but she is absolutely incapable of fucking anything. Like, anybody that saw her walk clumsily would be like, she obviously is completely outside of her body. Okay. It's just like... Oh, cool. She snapped a picture. Three million
0: people like her pictures, and they are probably just exposed to her advice. Yeah, they're accidentally exposed to her fitness advice by way of the bait. But, okay, so that's one frustration. That's why I I chime in on it, because I'm frustrated with it. So let me, uh, I mean, these chairs are kind of like couches. So tell me, Michael, (laughs) is that jealousy? that she reaches more people no. than you.
1: No, no, because it's not like, I don't like people talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I'm not the, in that, like, well, that's hence, not what I seek.
0: Hence the, we shut the door to the podcast studio and it locks. And yeah. There's a code on the outside. <laughs> and people can't get in here. To, <laughs> and we should this, probably check the batteries in that thing pretty soon. But oh. um,
1: the, it, No, it's, it's not that, Fuck. like, can you not get out? Here's here's where the real <laughs> frustration is. Okay. And here's a perfect example. Um, claiming that you do something or that you are something that you actually are not.
0: Oh, that's charlatan.
1: Yes. That's ism. lying, right? Yeah. So uh, in which case, and maybe this is the, the f- hashtag fitness is fucked, fits this perfectly because I heard somebody uh, apparently had a problem with our hashtag. Um, oh, with that hashtag? yeah, yeah. Really? I'd love to
0: talk to that individual. I don't think that
1: you would. His name's Rob McDonald, and he is the exact thing that I'm talking about. The person who fucking lies about what they have fucking done in the past in order to build their business. The Maximus Gym is world famous. Excuse me, in what part of the world is it famous? Yeah. Like you, I just, you are the problem you're the problem because you're teaching people about trying to be physically capable but you are so unaware of the lies that you tell that you don't know what the truth is that's why i get frustrated that's why the hashtag that's why the thing i mean why else would you be a spokesperson for a fucking buffet unless you were a total fucking desperate loser
0: sorry i have no answer to that (laughs) that question i assume that question is rhetorical Um, (laughs) And by the way, I finally realized who that was in that video that Roger sent you that then you sent to me. Oh. I didn't realize who that was at first. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He's so high right now. He has no idea what's (laughs) going on. He's sending me this stuff.
1: Anyway, that was hilarious. Oh. She lost big time. Let's uh, just say that. Apparently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. By not.
1: And I think the next comment, and Roger told me that the comment was... Well, apparently, a three hundred and forty seven pound deadlift doesn't help you here, and I was like, "Oh, oh snap! Fuck!" Did we, <laughs> like, are they going to think
0: that we went on the show and uh, crit- criticized the exactly. performance? That's like, okay, you slip it between the ribs, but then you tw- it's, <laughs> yeah. then you just twist them open. Yeah. Ow ow that must have really hurt so in that so i try to i try to figure out like what is
1: what is frustration why am i so frustrated by this thing and it's it's it invariably because you can't control it that's what you get frustrated by lack of control oh, lack is of usual, control yeah, sure yeah is, is generally frustrating um but i i also think like i mean i have a list of frustrating things so i can stay away from them like we okay. talked about last week talking to delta is one of them yeah um and comcast there's a list of companies that is just (laughs) like oh today i'm gonna be really angry and frustrated all day yeah uh and when i don't like but when i see uh, like bad shit happen in the world and people just don't understand it that's what is weird too like that means you're saying you don't understand somebody's frustration when somebody's so frustrated that they're willing to hurt themselves and others it means you don't understand human nature And so there's a bunch of politicians running around right now, right now, like, I just don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. Why would the senseless violence? And I'm like, hey, what do you mean it doesn't make any sense? Like you can't comprehend that somebody was so frustrated with their life that they wanted other people to feel their pain. Because that's what it is. I want to inflict my own pain on other people. I'm not saying that it's like excusable or that it's, you know, it's right. I I don't condone it at all. But you don't understand it. Like,
0: how can you not understand it? It makes total sense to me. I'm like, man, born and raised in a bubble, uh, maybe. Or and, I mean, is is part of it? And never, oh, never, a, never a frustrating day in your life, Mister <laughs> Politician, Missus Politician. Like, he, never a like a, a a sense of inadequateness. A sense that you will be that your entire life is. Like, never going to amount to anything, Mm. and that bums you out because you keep seeing all the time other lives Mm. broadcast in front of you Mm. that apparently amount to something awesome. Yeah, like the shit that we think the the frustrating thing to me is just like the what people see and aspire to and then they wonder once they have it if they <laughs> ever have it or a fax only of it or the counterfeit version of it that they got from the thing and i'm talking about a material deal mm-hmm. there not actually a, a you know a life being lived but uh, lives being you know can be counterfeit too um but to, to To see that to get you know maybe you get me you, you see it you want it because you don't have it and then eventually you get it or you fake it until you you know can't take it anymore um, <laughs> I fake until i can't take <laughs> to, it exactly <laughs> and then um, <laughs> and then you realize just how dissatisfying it actually like yeah. oh the whole thing was bullshit and now i'm i'm two decades into this shit and i gotta reorient my values so that i maybe in the next decade i can actually experience something that will be fulfilling so that i don't have to kill myself mm. or others well that's the thing like i don't this is like this is my ru- i get
1: it for for me but for like it yeah
0: and and just my own brain it doesn't work that way i'm not sure. inter- i mean i joke about yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that yeah i spent you know Two hours on the phone with fucking Comcast today, mm-hmm. or whatever, and so I'm going to go downtown and get on top of a tall building, yeah, with a rifle. You know, I s- joke about shit like that, but I'd rather if it's be- if I'm that if I was that frustrated, yeah. pff, man. But but I think do yourself. Yeah, And yeah, just end it on, and and, and don't leave a mess, and don't make it you know worse for. Don't use a tool. That makes other owners of the tool (laughs) have to, you know, come, you know. You're talking about the
1: oven that they manufactured in (laughs) London for a really long time that people used to suffocate themselves in the 20s, right? Exactly. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They outlawed or, those because they were used for suicide. <laughs> but if I exactly. lived in the twenties, I would
0: probably use it too. No shit, yeah. and it'd just be and, and not only that, but it'd be attached to a gas meter, so you'd be <laughs> so the government would have to pay to, to kill you. You'd be char- you'd be charging the government, the, you know, the, or the, the the gas provider. I guess the yeah. government would be a private so institution. I, but I had, I
1: mean, I, we talked about it last week, and I, I've let it settle a little bit. But I had a really terrible conversation with Delta Airlines and it was frustrating like i had paid 500 for a ticket and i pushed the wrong button and when i was on the call to try to fix that they were going to charge me so you chose five, you, you accidentally
0: yeah chose the wrong date it was a month away from where it's supposed to be in the in the little calendar graphic yeah. thing yeah. that appears on your computer screen yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah.
1: because it's numbers and i'm clicking through and making sure okay it's there and then I finally got the itinerary, and it's like oh, this is the wrong date. So I called them. They hey, char- I just did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, I know, two minutes ago. I, I think I, the I tickets are up, more like- expensive now, so obviously I'm going to pay the difference. But they charge you four hundred dollars
0: just to push a button to change. You, that's no, no. You know they're charging you for the person's time that you're talking to on the phone. <laughs> so that's what you're paying for. It was pretty frustrating. Right? That's yeah, like well, that's 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 valuable. That person, what's that? Let's see, $400, you're on the phone for, they string it out <laughs> oh, for about 10 minutes. I was so. on there for,
1: it was one in the morning, and I was on the phone for 45 minutes till I got to talk to somebody. So I was already, you know, probably in a bad mood. <laughs> da, 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 da,
0: da, da. Huh? One in the morning. <laughs> and I wasn't trying to <laughs> like, with Delta, that I is. wasn't
1: trying to be a dick, but it really didn't make sense to me how it cost that much like how they couldn't understand. And this is the problem, this is the frustration of bureaucracy because nobody is responsible. Slow charts, yeah. Yeah, nobody's, not one person is responsible for the decision that they, like that impacts thousands or maybe even millions of yeah. people. That's why bureaucracy is frustrating. And, I, and this is in the wake of like all these horrid mass shootings. And all I could think about was like, man, I wish they could just feel my pain right now. And that's not physical pain. It's just frustration. Because then they'd be like, fuck, that's really irritating.
0: So, um, you know, we don't really have any grave customer service issues here at Nonprofit. No. But um, anytime there is a customer service issue, it's not a flow chart.
1: No. You know,
0: (laughs) if your thing is fucked up, it's going to get replaced, and then you're also going to get a gift along with it, you know, or something, because, you know, of the hassle that we... Um. Provided you, well, uh, uh, <laughs> my
1: first question was like, how is this legal? Like, oh, it's a private I, business. I paid for a service. Well, no, but I mean, like. They're like their charges, their fees, their whatever, and they're, they're all over the place and they're ridiculous. Like, if you go to any place that, like, you talked about the one time fee through AT&T, yeah. and you're like, that's weird. I've paid that like nine fucking times. Yeah, so you don't get to call it one time anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's just fees and things hidden up so they can prop up the, you know, the profit of a business. And this is, you know, this sounds very anti capitalism, but it isn't. I'm for a free market. This is not a free market. This is a propped up. Uh, false market this is rent seeking this is not capitalism they're seeking profit by
0: not providing a service which is anti-capitalism right so that's so this is not that it's a free it's a free market in the sense that you can choose to participate or not yeah you know that's not the definition of the free market but um but but our relationship with these people is purely is voluntary Okay. And if we get like stung once or twice and then, okay, but they don't, they don't need your $400. They don't need your $500. They need, they need a thousand of, you know, people like you to give them, you know, that or whatever, you know, part of the whole selling without selling out thing Mm -hmm. for me is like, I look at, you know, what we, what we make and sell. Mm -hmm. And I, if I can't With my left hand hand you the product Mm -hmm. and my right hand accept the money that is of you know the value that I that we have determined that it is is it merits or is worth. If I can't look you in the eye and do that, then something's wrong. Mm -hmm. The either the the person or the product, (laughs) yeah, the person or the product or the you know whatever, and it's the the impersonal nature that the that, that the mm-hmm. one that you're talking eventually talking to after forty five minutes on the yeah. phone is it is so many points removed sure. that they that there is no re- there that individual has no responsibility there well, is for nothing. sure yeah. they're, they're yeah, just absolutely. like hey I got this I finally got this fucking job in this call center man I can yeah. like start work, chipping away at that credit card debt that I have and mm-hmm. so it's really you know, no matter how frustrated i you know it's just no fun to hang up a cell phone anymore like but when you could slam the receiver down back in the day yeah. that that well, it seemed cool <laughs> um, but it was, but it was punctuation, yeah exactly but but that person is so far it's like and and they experience our frustration you know through the telephone all the time and, and the 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 people who are you know, upon whom we would love to express our frustration or, or with, with it are It's, it's multiple steps removed. And, yeah. and so I think that the more personal nature of the way that we choose to do commerce is, is more defensible. And yet we still have a hard time fucking doing it.
1: Uh, yeah. I, and on I mean, how I was coming back to this was like one of the, one of the things with frustration is that you can get it out. If you deal with the pain, like, if you yeah. unweave it, and a big section of rays has been how I've dealt with frustration, like that—that's how I've had to learn how to deal with it—is like putting it out there, editing it, making sure like it sounds the way that it feels to and me, and reading it back to yourself, now, and
0: and and if it, by doing so, a lot of times it seems like okay, when I read it to myself, or I read it out loud mm-hmm. to someone whose opinion I respect. Mm-hmm then I can see if that f- frustration was valid or mm-hmm. should I spend any more time and energy on this or is it done, is it yeah. like, you know, say it and it's out of the way, write it, it's out of the way, it's done, it's gone, yeah. get rid of it. Having the multiple creative outlets actually mm-hmm. to sort of express and examine frustration is I, I think for, bo- for, all, for both of us mm-hmm. ultimately beneficial. Oh yeah, and that's necessary actually.
1: We look at it like it's such a bad thing. You're frustrated, you're frustrated, and it's really just a lack of control, and sometimes that lack of control is just a lack of insight into what isn't control anyway. Yeah. And so like yeah, the the conversation with Delta is super frustrating. Like, man, they just don't get it. I know exactly what I need to do. You know, I just don't deal with that company anymore. Yeah. And is it gonna do anything? No. They they aren't gonna give one shit. Yeah. They don't know who I am. They don't give a fuck. And but why would I like continue to support that company? And even talking about it here, I don't expect other people to take up my plight and not support them. Like if they have a flight going somewhere, you'll take that flight. And when I go to London, it'll be really hard to be like, fuck, man, they have a direct. Yeah, I'd really
0: love to, like, go through Dallas-Fort Worth and then to Atlanta and then to London. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, That's that my favorite awesome. way to go. <laughs> but it's just a bit like, well, if I don't want to be frustrated, this is what it takes. It's a longer road if yeah. I don't want to be frustrated. And frustration no, can no, provide no, no. you lessons, No, you, right? you will be, I think because of the nature of life today, you will be frustrated. You just trade this one identified frustration for, you know, potential mm-hmm. other frustrations that you have not yet experienced. So do you think... <laughs> so you think you can remove frustrations from your life? Fuck no. Not at all. Mm. No, I don't, I don't think so. Because I, the only way to rid your life of frustration, rid, rid one's life of frustration, would be to have no desire, no expectation. But if you lack desire, kill yourself. Oh. <sighs> Because desire is the fount of all that we create, despite it being, you know, villainized as the you know, source t- of all that, you know, um, is wrong.
1: Yeah, I'd have to think that one through. Uh, I think, um, I think you get rid of frustration by using it to change,
0: and then it goes away. But if you're in relationship with other people, with outside entities, you you mm. can you yes you could you could resolve all frustration individually mm. in, within a very small. All, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. If you remove yourself, <laughs> I'm not saying kill yeah, yeah, yourself, I'm saying right. remove yourself, but if you separate yourself, if you, if you can remove the frustration in a very, very small circle and maybe you slowly over time expand it outwards, expand that outwards, expand that outwards, but you're still going to have to go to Costco someday. I don't. They deliver now. And <laughs> and you'll have to be there to sign for it, and that'll be inconvenient yeah you know, or the, or something yeah, like the, like yeah I agree. <laughs> so so if you are in a relationship with other people or other entities, mm. there will be frustration because they will not you know expectations yeah. will not always be aligned for sure on either side yeah, yeah. so yeah, it, it, so if you expect it, like if
1: i'm if but if I'm okay with that, if I understand. Dealing with these people causes frustration. Yeah. And I understand that there's lessons to come from that frustration. Don't yes. deal with this person. Go to that store instead. Deal with this hairline. Because it was... Or just bathe in the frustration. i do not not And use it as... Yeah, fuel you know, to write something different. Yeah. Or
0: write once again about frustration. <laughs> should be really frustrating. It should be super frustrating <laughs> it's in and of itself. Yeah. Is that going to be the name of this... The title of this episode. <laughs> Frustration.
1: I didn't mean for it to be, but it was one way to plug it because I, that like race has been pretty, you know, cathartic as in like I didn't expect anything out of it. I certainly like and yeah. that was the only way that it became what it was is because there was no expectations behind it. It was a not frustrating endeavor. Yeah. Almost ever. Like even yeah. with the you know, the problems in the last week with the UV ceiling or whatever. It was, yeah. it was I felt no frustration. It was just like, oh,
0: well, they'll fix it because
1: we but trust it, that. Paragon and it's is also a really part of the process. Like, it's just like,
0: yeah. oh, we're, ch- you're trying to make something and make something that is, that is not formulaic. Mm-hmm. That is not as, you know, Andy from Paragon said, Mark, I don't know if I told you this before, but printing is not an exact science. I'm like, <laughs> Andy, you didn't actually need to say that yeah. because now we've been doing this for, like yeah. a, a, you know, year. And, or whatever and and like God, yeah, it, yeah it it can be frustrating yeah. because it but ultimately and I think you're right, why is it frustrating? oh, because I can't get what I want when I want, how I want, okay, I mean, if we just go back to like trying to look at doing the digital version digitally printed version of refuge yeah. and how fucking frustrating, frustrating it was <laughs> yeah. like god damn it machine yeah. can't you obey us and they're like no the technology just doesn't exist to you know in that space to do what you want mm-hmm. trying to make that technology obey you know you or abide you know uh, adhere to principles that you know that you have chosen that technology cannot um match up to of course it's going to be frustrating
1: yeah but i'm going to go on a limb and say that like frustration in almost every case that i can see it once i get past my own personal like scorn yeah it becomes like it becomes an obvious illumination of a philosophical problem Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like, no, uh, I was frustrated because I was looking at this incorrectly. The refuge should not be digitally printed when we're fucking defending analog. I'm over here defending analog yeah. oh, while it. trying to push
0: <laughs> digital copies of things. Yeah, it, and, and the only reason to that we tried to do it in a digital way mm-hmm. was to raise enough money to print it the right way. Yeah. So, and then it's just like, well, fuck it. Yeah. Is it worth it? Okay, if it's worth it, then you spend the money. And then you're, and you're suddenly no not frustrated. frustrated it's anymore. amazing. It's like, it's like, I can't, oh, it won't do the thing that I want it to do. Well, no, it can't. It's like laws of fucking physics, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh,
1: but I think I think people look at, like people get really frustrated when they get injured because they can't do the things that they can't control their own body or they can't do, but there's still really good things that happen from it. That frustration will allow you to see them. Like, ah, I can't, I still can't use my wrist. I can't do a normal pushup. Yeah. Like the last three weeks have been nothing but leg workouts. Nothing but leg workouts. My <laughs> legs are so fucking trashed all the time. <laughs> I'm just like hoping that I don't get a knee injury or something like that. Yeah. Knock on wood. But what it's shown, like it just shows you how important. then you know what happened? You know what happens after that? huh Breathing exercises.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: just sit in a cold pool and breathe all day. Exactly. Um, but it like it makes me pay attention to like my wrist more. Is it back yet? Am I recovering? Like how much range of motion? The frustration. I didn't really have any frustration with getting injured. It was like it was part of a process. It was like I risked something and lost that
0: wager. Hey, hang on. Hmm. Is this the first time you've ever been injured? No. <laughs> <laughs> and and. I'm just going to hypothesize. Yeah. It might not be the last.
1: It probably, it for sure isn't. I feel something else coming up real soon. <laughs>
0: something to do with your legs perhaps. Uh, yeah. Um, but,
1: but, <laughs> yeah. But
0: just, I look at that, I'm just like, people, yeah, you got hurt. you like, and, and as you mm-hmm. just said, you made the wager you lost. Yeah,
1: But I have a client who like, you know, we we're taking him through a transformation. Uh, he started to fall off a little bit. He tried to come back and then he get injured. Try to come back, gets injured. And I was like, what are you trying to do? And it's always like coming at it full fledged. Like you Man. don't deserve to do the things that you want to do. You have no right to be frustrated because you haven't done the prerequisite work. Like some, like but, go for a walk every day for sixty minutes. Yeah, and then talk to me about what you can add on top of that after three kidding, months. I was about to
0: say, go for a walk every day for sixty minutes and then talk to me about ankle arthritis. Yeah, <laughs> which or yeah, yeah. Because one of my frustrations right now, yeah, ankle, is. Yeah, it's an accumulation. It's years and yeah. years of, you know, it's an ortho, you know, it's a development over years and years. Yeah. And the the answer is to get the ankle fused. Except then what's the unintended consequence of that? Oh, well, then it's a knee, then it's a hip, then it's like the load's going to get transferred. Some, the, the, uh, the, right. the the compensation that's going to happen is going to cause these other things that have never been loaded in a particular way in, mm. you know, the 57 years plus. That, you know, da 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 So, okay, deal with it. How, and, mm. and how, and, and, for a long time, the way to, for me to deal with it has been, okay, more time on the bike, less time on foot. Mm-hmm. And when I do go you know, on foot to do things, I have to make sure it's worth it. Yeah. And then preemptively load myself with certain drugs you yeah. know, to, to be able tolerate. to actually do to, to tolerate it and then know that it's, okay, this is going to be the cost for the next week after I do this thing. More time on the bike. So now, new puppy. Oh. Now I'm walking on pavement 30 to 60 minutes a day And the ankle thing is coming up, and I'm super fucking frustrated because I Mm. can't go sometimes at the speed because you know, puppies are fast. Puppies are fast, you know. And um, I mean, happily, I have a gazelle that can you know take over when I can't. But but uh, it it's it's just been like fuck, I can't I can't do the thing that provides the animal of which I am the custodian or steward um, to have the you know the best possible experience that she could have. So they lies in frustration, so now I'm just like, all right, so what are, okay, abs, you know, I'm, it's not getting fused, that's not gonna happen, so what are the other options? Happily, live with a foot and ankle doctor, and there, you know, I know yeah. many of these options that, that um, where I was able to like, okay, mitigate frustration by changing my own personal behavior. Hmm. Now, because something, and um, there's part of me that is living for something that is greater than myself, hmm. Um, so I can't necessarily modify my behavior. I get frustrated with my own inability, uh. and I think you know that's the that is a lot of what happens with people. And this yeah. is like okay, this is a, a large lesson seemingly taught by a it's like a small situation. Mm. But I mean, when people want. To do something, I mean, this is oftentimes why desire is the you know the mm-hmm. not not the the source of all great things that we you know can create and accomplish, but can also be the source of you know great frustration and personal injury, yeah. um, because we can't do the things that we want to do that that we have that we desire to do, and when confronted with that, on levels that we cannot address. Mm-hmm. Like it's just one frustration, after, you know. After another, after enough, you know, and it's it, it's ourselves, it's people that we deal with, it's these entities, it's the it's the certain demands of just being alive and trying to fucking exist. And like mm-hmm. you think of the the pressure put on people and just de- to get through daily life. Mm. Okay, there's yeah, there's gonna be a lot of fucking frustration, and the you know. And if we don't, you know, sort of educate and provide means to, you know, all pressure cookers have a release valve, (laughs) pressure release valve. And if we don't teach how to deal with that or, or that it is like, this is totally normal. hmm. You put the beans in the pressure cooker. Well, shit, there's going to be like, you know, that's, that's, you know, that pressure is going to have to bleed off or there's going to be a fucking explosion. And Mm. that's normal. Yeah, we have to figure out ways and I mean neither you or I would be alive right now if we hadn't figured out means to yeah. redistribute that pressure to bleed it off in some way and a lot of that is obviously
1: through physical effort because it, yeah, you know, you can be as frustrated as you want, but if you get the end of a three-hour bike ride that where you just unleashed holy hell on yourself, you really don't give a shit about Delta Airlines anymore. Yeah, and that perfect was, time to call, except, except I don't give a shit. Who would? And that, yeah, that was, I mean, you described your frustration, and I think like that, like unweaving it usually points to us. Like, yeah, we are the problem in most cases, and in you describing that, one of the reasons why, how I was able to like go i get like yeah they're assholes but it's a childlike nature to blame somebody else i should have paid better attention i was frustrated because i'm stupid and i didn't pay attention exactly and i knew that the fix was later i need to pay attention
0: and one way that you will be reminded in the future to pay attention if it stings right now (laughs) right like it (laughs) like this now this experience is stinging it's been going on for a few days yeah right like so so you're gonna hopefully pay better attention in the future because the burned hand teaches really fucking good. Yeah, and then you know, a couple of, you know, months, years, whatever from now, you'll forget and you'll do the same thing again. You'll go, God damn it, that hurts, yeah. fucking hot, ow! <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, so you're telling me it never gets better? <laughs> it just gets different. Nice, like because the, the, they're because
1: the the levels of that's our new fitness shirt. Fitness is fucked. It never gets better. It just gets different.
0: <laughs> I like the magic pill one actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. That's going to have to be a <laughs> the, a thing just because. Um, so we need to. We're going to have to go figure out the the, the counterpunch to the th- you know the um all, all all those things. You know there is no magic pill. <laughs> oh yeah, there is, <laughs> and I know what it's called. Right. Um, there is no free lunch. I don't have an answer for that one
1: yet, but I think there is. If you do an advertisement for Chuck or rama they'll probably give you free
0: lunch for you get your protein. <laughs> <laughs> That's some
1: <Okay. laughs> inside humor ish. So, my other one was um, uh, hashtag fitness is fucked, hashtag being fucked
0: is fun. Being or getting? <laughs> like, uh, I think, I mean, semantics. We could just do, offer the white. Yeah. The, 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 we could say the, fucked the, is fun. Take notes, man. you already did. All right. Yeah, I got him down. Yeah. So just, just, so we'll become a t-shirt company. Like, okay, the, when, <laughs> We're a t-shirt company. The next but, one has a
1: pterodactyl on it for sure. Oh,
0: uh, I, if we just have a, we were gonna like do public executions of Instagram influencers, right? Um, <laughs> I think that was the Berkey episode where we promised that and never delivered because um, we didn't have the pterodactyls bread yet, but we can yeah. now and, and we won't have to, we're working on them. And so when a pterodactyl swoops down yeah. in a graphic, picks up the Instagram influencer. <laughs> oh God. So there's this, um, there's this company
1: called Belial Cabal which is like he's an illustrator. Okay, so does these really nice sketches, and most of it is like occult kind of stuff. Okay, um, I was talking to him about working on a design for the Dissect podcast because okay. he does like old medical journal style stuff. Yeah, and now that I think about it, I'm just gonna go out of left field and be like, can we do a like dissected pterodactyl swooping down and picking up a young
0: girl, and perfectly saying, proportioned twenty three year old, yeah, fit, or whatever? Fitness is fun. <laughs> <laughs> That, that could be good. Um, we did. We did receive um, <coughs> nice thing from Sam Krieg the other day. Oh, he made right. um, some yeah. some chalk bags with the Dissect Podcast logo yeah. um, repeated on them, and um, a couple of underseat bags for the bike. Yeah. Um, shout out Krieg Cycling. Um, and and I kind of did the just, other
1: day. Is actually really nice to have. I don't
0: have to carry that shit on me anymore. Exactly. You don't yeah. have to put it in your jersey pocket. But I. But the, it's funny because Sam taught me a lot about bike racing. Sam yeah. and. Back in the day and then and I kind of and then I stopped kind of paying attention I mean I got to see him go through like I th- I think I was able to witness one of the most incredible human sort of things mm-hmm. knowing that in I think it was 2010 he went into the tour of Utah um, I think unprepared all right you know or, or yeah. as prepared as he could be but still the level's super high yeah. mm-hmm. and um and to watch him just, like, fucking wage war through that and get through it. And, mm-hmm. like, the the pictures I have, I'll have to dig through them. I'll, I'll post some I mean, I don't know if they probably already sent them to him. At Snowbird, the top of the Queens, you know, at the end yeah. of the Queens stage. And just how shattered he was. And I know we went, Joe um, and I were in the car. We, got, we drove by him for sure on the backside of... Uh, The Alpine Loop, oh right, you know there was that climb, and then there's you got to get over Suncrest, and you get a little I mean, it's just like, holy, what a fucking hard day! It's a big day, and and it was it was pretty deep in. It might have been that might have been the final, it might have been just the circuit race the next day or something Mm. left, um, up in Park City. Uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but to see him like go through that, and then to have some discussion with him afterwards. So, man, I thought, man, I was able to witness someone who bit off more than he could chew, <laughs> and then just keep fucking chewing. And it was- it was <laughs> To be still hungry after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, I don't know then after that, which was what I was getting to was like, was he still hungry? I'm mm. like, Sam, were you, like, cause I don't know, I haven't paid attention to, you know, NRC level yeah. bike racing, you know, or, or masters um, racing. Um, for a little bit, so I don't even know if he's racing the bike anymore. Yeah, well, or if he's just Nordic skiing and you know going yeah, climbing
1: he does a little a bit. There's a couple or? different disciplines. He's always been, a, he is strangely good. And oh, fuck yeah. And then to see him suffer so badly shows you what good really is. Yeah. You know, I think we saw the same thing with Josh Brockbank in the Tour of Utah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was serious. Yeah. Um yeah it's interesting but Sam had a lot more years
0: of racing sure, a lot yeah, more experience, depth, yeah. and like you know Josh's curse was overly gifted with you know yeah. an engine and an ability to suffer yeah. and um, and so that's the guy who gets thrown into the fire yeah. like, wow look at him go up in flames <laughs> ouch yeah this is kind of crazy I
1: was wondering what he was actually doing when we got those things because it's obviously a mixture of all the things that he does yeah so biking climbing I guess Nordic skiing because he has those mouth guards and yeah. little scarves. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: I, I learned it. He was my yeah. first
1: cycling coach. He's the first person to actually, like, actually, it's the first formal training that I think I've ever got. Ever, like, formal no. dictated, especially remote. Based on
0: power. Yeah. 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 So it was interesting. Um, because I've never seen some beautiful scatter plots from him about <laughs> his, about his training and yeah. stuff you could do with like the power tap device and that software. Um, and, and just the ability to precisely identify a a, a, a defective area yeah. in one's fitness. And it, it was super interesting to me, this, this one. And it, it was but after an early season race and he had sent me this data. He's just like, okay, here's where the majority of my training is, has, has been and mm-hmm. somewhat polarized this and that. And like, I'm really good. I did a lot of training at very, very high intensity for one minute durations. Mm-hmm. And he said, but that's not the difference in the race. The difference is always a two minute effort. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I thought it was three and a half minutes or
1: something. Uh, in, yeah. Anyway, he,
0: but he identified, he's just like, I just, I needed to hang. He goes, when yeah. these attacks started coming, they all tended to last a certain longer than I could last. Yeah, how do you find that out though? Because like I held on for one minute.
1: But they didn't stop after one minute thirty seconds because I could have. So it
0: maybe it was and a maybe five you minute. get back on and yeah. maybe another attack goes. You know, you fight your way back on. So yeah. now you're, you know, deeper in the hole and the yeah. thing goes again. and You hang on for a little bit. You know, at that pace for a little bit less time, a little bit less time. And but he was, he was had this beautiful graph and he's just like, look, this is. You know, I trained this characteristic into myself, which was unuseful in the actual, you know, (laughs) racing. And I needed to be focusing on that. But I didn't want to do that one probably because that one, that, oh man, two minutes? That hurts. Hurts. It fucking hurts. It must be. Like if you build a whole
1: season out and I've trained and I feel very fit, I think what might happen when you get dropped because you displayed one minute power
0: instead of two minute powers, you'd probably be pretty frustrated <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be especially if you'd invested heavily in one minute up power output. it's yeah. actually pretty good fuck, yeah, well, I'd learned yeah I learned a lot from him, yeah, so for kind sure, of nice like blast yeah, it'd be him.
1: good to get him down here actually. If he's listening to this, he should just come down and do a podcast with us. Yeah. Sam Craig, if you're listening, you know our email address. I mean, you know our mailing address, address too. Which obviously. is also the address of the podcast studio. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, it'd be cool for people to hear a, a cycling coach perspective other than the Joe Holmes.
0: Yeah. Who just... But also, Sam had it. We had an incredible conversation that, um, about going to the wind tunnel. About investing and oh, in going yeah. to the wind tunnel. I remember... And, and I remember it, it happened. At, fuck, it was super cold. Well, it was at Gunlock, so it yeah. must have been whatever that race was down in St. George. Yeah, the, the Tour race. del Sol. Okay. Yeah, I can remember the name of it, but yeah. it was something about that, and and some guy had asked him, like, what was the one main takeaway, you know, from your time in a time? <laughs> you know, you're, like, this. trying to get the fucking yeah, answer, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the answer, you know, uh, of, you know, the one thing. He's like, uh, oh, you mean the 10 years that led to actually needing to go there? Yeah. Uh, kind of like (laughs) what is the one thing I was like the wind is the one thing (laughs) that is really important in a wind tunnel
1: exactly the tunnel it turns out is not as important as as the wind but the wind is really important (laughs) exactly and how you interface with it
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love you. you fucking give me the give me the hack give me the answer yeah (laughs) Uh, Give me the one thing I just need the one thing I can't can't handle like seven things That's too much That's way beyond (laughs) That'd be so frustrating No, that's a book That's a New York (laughs) Times
1: bestseller If you have seven hacks You're for sure a bestseller Oh,
0: motherfucker well, there's got to be seven in this anthology. I don't think there's one hack in there
1: other than to like hack off your limbs. or <laughs> Exactly. You want to get lighter? Yeah. I <laughs> That's the hack. Uh, your Ten hacks to hack. losing weight. Start with the pinky toe. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> you might not notice a difference. <laughs> Unless you're into balancing. But I guarantee when you get up to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> you might not care about ice cream anymore. Exactly. <laughs> Well, unless you were diabetic to begin with, and then it won't matter.
1: Ooh, it goes back and... It does go back and forth. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Diabetes is a paradox. The one good, <laughs> way, good way to lose weight is to become diabetic and become so sickly that they just start chopping your limbs off. Yeah, and that's how you lose weight without any effort. That's the easy button. <laughs> I got to eat my sugar, and I lost 15 pounds overnight.
0: Over, overnight and got addicted to opioids at the same time. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> but the one thing about when you're really high on opioids, you don't have much of an appetite, and yeah, you kind of get constipated after a while if you're on the good stuff. So <sighs> it's really tough to like get motivated. If you can't shit it out, it's hard to put more in. Yeah, it's true. Huh? It's really, it's kind of painful it, actually. It
1: feels really
0: bad. And And you know you're just gonna make the ultimate, you know, <laughs> removal worse. Uh, (laughs) we've hit the gutter yeah yeah, for sure which means
1: (laughs) it's that time again where we end it because we found the bottom because we
0: can't there's no no way back from this Um,
1: so by the time this goes out Ray's anthology should be for sale Um, there won't be a fitness as fuck t-shirt yet but we're working on it (laughs) Um, don't email me about changing the customs declaration form um, I think if you get frustrated, fucking deal with it and find out why you're frustrated. <laughs> and the one easy
0: hack to that? <laughs> <laughs> Chop it off. Chop it off, man. Just just get rid of it. It, it wasn't doing you any good in the first place. Nice. Um. Right. I had something brilliant to say, and I lost whatever that was. That was it. Then on that note,
1: till next time. <laughs>